This is Scott, host of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast and Black author. You could get all three of my books. My first book, Systematic Racism and Capitalism, Alliance of Oppression. My second book, Hypocrisy in America, The Veil of White Supremacy. And my third book, my first novel, Exodus 2035, all available on Amazon.com and Amazon Kindle. If you don't have a Kindle, you can download the Kindle app to your smartphone or tablet and you can access those products. Thanks for listening. Um, don't forget you and you network. You can find that on Instagram, you and you underscore network, where you can find all the shows uh, under the you and you network. Shout out to the you and you network. You know what I'm saying? And all those podcasts that's on you and you network. Thank for the you and you network that had brothers at you and you network. You can check out the socials at you a n d u underscore network good evening this is the truth hour and don't you touch that dial you stay tuned in to the truth hour there was such love at that rally and they were peaceful people these were great people the crowd was unbelievable and i mentioned the word love the love the love in the air i've never seen anything like it you have people with no guns that walked down and frankly the doors were open but there was also a love fest between the police the capitol police and the people that walked down to the capitol people who walked with no guns with no nothing and they're yep. tremendous in many cases tremendous people tremendous people The New York Times finds that over six months after the 1-6 riot, the U.S. Capitol Police Force is in crisis. NBC News reports the Justice Department is struggling with the volume of evidence as it prosecutes what appears to be the largest single criminal case in the nation's history. Peter Brick. Welcome to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Everybody should be following me on Instagram at unprocess underscore knowledge. You could click the link tree in my bio. You can find this podcast. You can find all three of my books available on Amazon.com. As you heard in the clip, that was former President Donald Trump describing the insurrection that happened at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. He said it was a love fest. He said they was a group full of tremendous people coming down with so much love in their heart so much kindness so much goodness just loving on each other you know they, they just politely walked down to the u.s capitol they were invited in they were hugging and loving on each other they was just trying to get down there to to see mike pence so they can give him a kiss give him a hug they wanted to see all the democratic and, and republican political representatives so they can hug them and love on them and tell them how much they love america you know it was such 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 love in the air <laughs> except how about it wasn't in the clip you can hear the crowd chanting hang mike pence let's not forget that they built a noose on the steps of the u.s capitol to hang mike pence from they was looking to kill mike pence the u.s justice department right now is is in a crisis because it's so much overwhelming evidence to charge such a large group of white people with a serious crime that's why they're in crisis the evidence is overwhelming 
and it can't be ignored. Have you ever heard of sedition? Do you know what sedition is? Let's talk about that. Sedition is a serious felony punishable by fines and up to 20 years in prison. And it refers to the act of inciting revolt or violence against a lawful authority with the goal of destroying or overthrowing it. All right, I just read you the definition of sedition. Sedition is a felony punishable by 20 years in prison. If you are part of an organized group that is trying to overthrow the government, you can be charged with sedition. It's a real thing. Everybody that was down on the U.S. Capitol that day that participated in the riot, the insurrection, that participated in sedition on January 6th should be charged and convicted and everybody should serve 20 years in prison. All of those people involved in that act on January 6th, they should all get 20 years in prison. Every last one of them, including former President Donald Trump, because he incited the riot to begin with. He should be doing 20 years along the side of That's the letter of the law in the United States of America. Let's go to New Jersey. A man in New Jersey tonight accused of harassing his neighbors with racial slurs and more remains in jail following a protest outside his home. Edward Cagney Matthews was led out of his house in Mount Laurel Monday by members of a SWAT team. Demand for his arrest grew as a video of a racist rant directed at a black neighbor went viral. CBS 2's Alexandria Hoff has more. It was a dramatic home removal for a man who many claim had been harassing neighbors outside of his Mount Laurel home for years. Friday, 45-year-old Edward Cagney Matthews was charged with bias, intimidation, and harassment after police were called to the 3600 block of Gramercy Way. Shortly after, a disturbing video went viral where police say Matthews was shouting offensive and racial slurs. This monkey over here, this monkey over here. Monday afternoon, protesters arrived to his home demanding police take Matthews into custody. These charges were put in front of a judge. The judge decided that they should be on a summons. So that evening, uh, Mr. Matthews was released. This is America. We all live here. We cannot, we can't put up with this. Several years ago, Leah Robinson's daughter, Jasmine, lived in an apartment below Matthews in a different nearby apartment complex. Once the recent video was shared online, she decided to upload the one that she had taken years back. So now here I go, looking like a calling the cops. He said he was part of a gang, something about a five-star general, something about pagans. Another neighbor told us at least 10 others have been continually harassed for the color of their skin. He used a, um, a BB gun yeah, to, to shoot their windows out. He smeared um, dog feces all over their car. I totally understand why the protesters were here today. Um, they had seen videos that weren't available to us on um, Friday night that were even worse. The protests that had remained calm all day got heated as police and SWAT units pulled Matthews from his home. Several bottles were thrown at Matthews' home and at police, but many community members urged that action to stop. So in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, this viral video of this racist white man harassing one of his black neighbors, calling him all type of monkeys, calling him all kinds of niggas, getting in his face, saying what he would do to him. This video went viral. Comes to find out this white man has been harassing his black neighbors for years. Shooting their windows out. 
smearing feces on their cars, calling them all kinds of niggas, calling them all kinds of racial slurs. He's he bragged about being in a white supremacist gang before. In the video, while he's verbally terrorizing one of his black neighbors, he says that, you know, the police know him. He knows he's buddies with the police. They're not going to do anything to him. And he also <laughs> gives out his address. He gives out his address and says, hey, this is where I live. Come see me. That video went viral and black people came to his house to see him. It's a sea of angry black people outside this man's house and the police, the SWAT team come to quote unquote arrest this dude. The SWAT team, they came to protect this white man. When all them black people showed up, all of a sudden he wasn't such a tough guy no more. I don't know where all his gang friends are. He said he, he's some type of general and some type of white supremacist gang. Well, I, maybe, you know, they didn't get the call because uh, his 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 uh, his buddies and the white supremacist gang, they didn't show up to help him. Well, actually, maybe they did. They were just wearing police uniforms. So the SWAT team comes to protect this man under the disguise of we're arresting him and takes him away. As they take him away, people are chanting, people are clapping, they throwing all type of bottles. <laughs> they throwing all type of things at this dude. So he him he invited the black community to, you know, come visit him as neighbors do. He put his address out and his his black neighbors uh showed up. Showed up to check on his welfare, to take him up on his invitation. You know, just just being good neighbors. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't point out that this happened in New Jersey. This didn't happen in Alabama. This didn't happen in Arkansas. This didn't happen in Tennessee. This didn't happen in Florida. This didn't happen in Mississippi. This happened in New Jersey. Happened in the north. Don't think racism is lives in the south only. It's global. It's everywhere. And while we're talking about the police, President Joe Biden, he's putting forth a plan to roll out even more police on the street. So much for defunding the police. President Biden today says he wants to tackle the spike in crime across the United States with more police officers and more funding for police departments. Our strategy provides uh, including funding for law enforcement through the American Rescue Plan for states, cities, and to be able to hire police and pay them overtime in order to advance community policing. Funding law enforcement, hiring more officers. Biden believes in that, and he thinks it's the winning message. Just look at who he invited to the White House for today's meeting on crime and police reform. Former NYPD Captain Eric Adams, who just won a crowded primary for New York City mayor by saying more officers are part of the solution, not the problem. I believe in law and order. I've never supported defunding the police. But he may have not supported it, but defunding the police is what a whole lot of the progressive wing of the Democratic Party does support and embrace. What are you willing to sacrifice to make sure that overfunded police departments are defunded? The Minneapolis Police Department is rotten to the root. And so when we dismantle it, we get rid of that cancer. I understand that people don't like the slogan. I get that, but I don't like death. I don't like black death. I don't like to keep seeing my people die at the hands of police and nothing is happening. Well, there you have it. President Joe Biden said we need more cops. Defund the police, forget about that. Bait and switch time. That's not going to happen. Said he don't believe in it. He never believed in it. He understands that's what 
Democratic voters wanted. He understands that, you know, his base, that's one of the things. It's not that they hate the police officers. They hate these race soldiers pretending to be police officers terrorizing black people. He said to hell with that. We need more Derek Chauvin's. We need more Betty Shelby's. We need more Amber Geiger's. Let's give the police office, police departments even more money so they can get more people to come and terrorize these black folks under the guise of law and order. One of the reasons that he gave for giving these police departments more funding is because we got to fight crime. We got to battle gun violence. We need more cops on the street. Everyone knows police officers do not prevent crime. The police are not preventative of crime. They are reactionary. You call the police after the crime has happened. You call 911 after you get robbed, after you get shot, after someone breaks in your house, after somebody sticks a gun in your face and robs you. You don't call the police before that happens because you don't. Police cannot do anything if a crime has not taken place yet. Police don't prevent crime. Point blank period. But one thing they have proven that they have done very well over the last 400 years is terrorize black people. And since we own it, since there's about to be even more cops on the street, let's talk about how to conduct yourselves when you get stopped by the police. right hand over your driver's license shut your mouth and you live to see another day this ain't the time (laughs) this ain't the time to run off at the mouth this ain't the time to talk about the so-called rights you think you got that that everybody knows you don't this is the time to live to see another day you better not act simple out here let's not act silly right i want everybody to be safe because they out there and, and they looking to do you harm if you don't want to take it from me take it from our elder, our warrior scholar, the great Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Let's go ahead and get into tonight's subject. Because I got to drop this stuff tonight because I'm a troop terrorist. I'm a knowledge gangster. I'm a black history hit man. I don't, ex- I don't, I don't expect, uh, I don't expect uh, uh, institutions in America to project positive male uh, 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 black male images. Uh, black male images are created through revolution, uh, through fighting to change the kind of oppress- oppressive conditions that have existed here and that exist. Malcolm what about the Black X, Panthers, Hugh? Uh, the Black Panther Party, uh, notwithstanding. Wasn't that a great? Wasn't that a great boost? Well, to the black I, men in this country? Well, uh, we think so. And, uh, of course, uh, we were wiped out systematically. Revolution is the solution. Some of y'all look like you just 
Revolution is the solution. And as our brother, the chairman, Huey P. Newton, reminded us, positive black images is what scares the American system of oppression. That's what scares America. The system of oppression is designed to make you dependent, not independent. They give you the drugs, then arrest you for selling it. They build the ghetto for you to live in and then belittle you for living in it. They won't hire you and shame you for being on public assistance. Even though white women in America make up the majority of people on public assistance, the media will have you to believe it's only lazy black people. They want the black man to be in a childlike state, having to depend on the very same people who put you in this position just to pay your bills. That's the point of a system of oppression. To keep oppressed people in a childlike state. Systemic racism, white supremacy is designed to turn grown black people into into children under the system. You have to depend on white people to feed you, to clothe you, to keep a roof over your head. As long as you have to depend on them, you can never stand up and battle for what's right. Because then you're afraid you'll lose the tangibles that <laughs> that you do have that was provide that white people are providing for you. Well, dear, I'm almost there, but I gotta work this up. True revolution is when black men stand up, wake up, take responsibility for themselves, and work to improve the conditions of our people. They want you to be a criminal so they can come put you away anytime they feel like it. They will throw you away for 40 years. They want you to be deaf, dumb, and blind to the knowledge of yourself. So the oppressor can feed you lies and train you to be a nigger. Never forget, God made a black man. God made a black woman. The white man make niggers. They want you to be a deadbeat dad with babies all over the place by tons and tons of different women so they can keep the cycle going because America runs off black pain and oppression. America don't run off Duncan. America runs off black pain. Once black people start standing up, once black people start organizing, once black people start fighting for political power, economic power, better social standing, better conditions for our people, that's what makes white folks nervous. Once we get organized, once we come together, and once we start pushing forward socially, economically, politically, as a group, not just one or two people here and there, As a group, 
as Huey P. Newton says, as Huey P. Newton said in the earlier clip, that's what really scares America. Positive images of black men. When the Panthers came together, that scared America. When the, the Nation of Islam, when they was rolling a little bit sh- stronger, scared America. Right? Leadership under Dr. King, scared America. I'm old enough to remember the Million Man March. You had all them black men coming together for a day of atonement under solidarity and peace. Scared America. Positive images of black people is what scares your oppressor, the colonizer, the gentrifier, the slickster, the trickster, the world's number one con man. He does not want to see positive black images at all. This truth must be told. We all got to do our part, guys. We got to stand on this truth. Can't be no cowards. Can't be scared. It don't mean you hate anybody. It just means you love yourself. Just because you love yourself and you love your people. It don't mean you have to hate anybody. It doesn't mean you hate anybody. It just means you love yourself. And when you love yourself, you want better from yourself. Not just from yourself, but from your people. And we want to contribute to the progression of our people just like everybody else does. That's what we should want. We don't teach hate here, we teach love. We don't stand on lies, we stand on truth. I'm not going to come here and tell you what happened on January 6th was a love fest. We're going to stand on the sword of truth and we're not going to be scared about it. Because truth be told, I really don't give a damn what they say about me. Because I don't give a damn about you. I don't care about these damn cameras. I don't care about your newspapers. I don't care what you say about me. I was born to give you hell from the cradle to the grave. That's what I'm born for.